fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Hello, welcome to Fresh Word Today. Let's talk about meeting with God. Let's talk about uh, getting close to God, or what I like to call also intimacy with God. That should be deserved every individual, particularly those of us who have come to Christ and have chosen to go the way of the Christian faith. We want to be close to God. We've been offered personal relationship with God that each one of us can actually know God, be intimate with him and draw closer. And, you know, many of us are intimidated by this kind of discussion because we think we are not pastors, we are not prophets, we are not one big man of God that need to be quite close to God. But God has not planned that only the big guys and the prophet will be close to him. He wants all of us to have access to him. That's why he sent Jesus so that the way can be open to all of us. He said, and the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So let's talk about how do you get to meet with God and then closer to God. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to pick somebody in the Bible that is not a pastor, is not a, it's not a clergyman, he's just an ordinary worker in the government office. He was working with the government Babylon and subsequent kingdoms like Kingdom Persia. And there was living like ordinary disciple. I'm talking about Daniel. So we're going to look at him. How did he meet with God? So for us to do who are just regular folk, we can learn how to meet with God. And you must learn to do that because when you know God, like Daniel said, you'll be strong and you do exploit. So it's good to know your God. You know, you don't just have to ask somebody else to know God for you and to be close to God. So you must learn to meet God regularly if you're going to get to know him. We can't know somebody we don't meet regularly. We can't know them. We can maybe meet once in a while. We, we won't know them. But if you want to know somebody, we have to schedule meetings regularly and then get to meet them and then get to understand them, study them, and uh, interact together. So let's look at Daniel chapter 6. Let's read from verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself himself above the governors satraps because an excellent spirit was on him. And the king gave thought to setting Daniel over the whole realm so the governors and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful. And was there any error or fault found in him? Then this man said, we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So these governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him, King Darius live forever. All the governors of this kingdom the administrators, the satraps, the counselors, and advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make him a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast to the dens of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree 
Now verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. You know the rest of the story? Then they saw that Daniel was praying. They went to go and report to the king and then they told the king and they said the king cannot change the rule that Daniel must be through the dens of lion. All of us know the story. And then Daniel was through the dens of lion and then was didn't hit him and he escaped second day and then the king was furious, threw all those guys into the lion's den and the lion just had them for lunch. <laughs> so, but, but that's not a, we're not talking about lions today, we're talking about meeting with God, getting closer to God. I mean, you're going to have to be intimate with God, closer to God, to be able to be through the death of lion, and they don't eat you up. So let's look at Daniel and what did he do. This was an ordinary worker meeting with God. What does that do to his life? Godliness, is there, is there anything profitable about it? The Bible said that Daniel was a regular guy working in a place, and then he was among the top guys controlling other, other call administrators. And then something happened. He began to really be better and distinguishing himself. He was excelling. He was doing quite well. And, and then they began to, you know, like people would do, they get into envy and jealousy and looking for ways to stop him from being uh, that so good. And they could not find any error except as to do with his privacy with God. They noticed that he was with God and he had made God his personal God. So all they could resort to was to say that let's make a law that has to do with his God so we can knock him out. And then they got to the king and write the decree. And in that decree when they wrote it, it was really against Daniel specifically written to knock him off so that he would not excel anymore because what what was getting from God to make him do that. They knew that his excellence, the spirit of excellence that he had was coming and being fueled by God, his intimate moment with God. So they wanted to stop that. So what happened next was they wrote the law and the Bible said something about this man, Daniel. After they wrote the law, he went back Oh, interesting. And in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Now, we are getting to the life of Daniel now. We are looking at how did he live his life? How did he get to know God that way? Now, he had a custom. He had a habit. So if I'm going to get to meet with God, I must develop this habit. I can't just rely on my feelings and you know, maybe I like God maybe today, tomorrow. I must have a stable time with God. Daniel was a man who built his house and he had an upper room solely built to spend time with God. Can you imagine that? So he had a place where he could meet God and he had a time to meet God. So Bible said that he, he would kneel down three times a day and then in that room, he will go home. So he was not just kind of out in the open. He had, had a room in his house. And then he would spend time to pray and to give thanks. And Bible said that was his custom from early days. So you have to pick this up as a habit. A long lifetime, a lifelong habit. Did you hear that? It must be a lifetime habit and a 
lifelong habits that you have to. And you know, when we begin to relate with somebody, we have to relate when the weather is good and when the weather is bad. You know, Daniel didn't relate with God when things were good only. Even when things were bad, when they made the law against him, he went to go and see pray. So if you're going to get closer to God, you have to become a steadfast person who chooses to go to God at a place in a, at a time or in a place at a time whether you have good time or bad time. He made it habit and he made a place and a time for God. And what did he do? The Bible said he will need them. And then he will pray. And he will give thanks. So if I'm going to be meeting with God, the, the best way to meet with God is to talk to him. You're going to have to spend time with God. And then because it's the source of life, you must make giving of thanks a significant part of your life. You know, when you are very appreciative, people will be attracted to you. But when you are complaining and murmuring and grumbling, people don't want to associate with you. Same thing with God. If you are always complaining about your lot and struggle and kind of a thing, you, you, you will not get along with God. But when you are appreciative, you are full of thanksgiving, you know, come, come on, look at it. After they made the law against him, the Bible said Daniel went to give thanks. He didn't go complain. He didn't go and get bitter. He went to go thank God. So thanksgiving, praise and worship, the, uh, the genuine and critical integrated part, integral part of working with God, intimate with God. So Daniel was a worker. He was a, like maybe like a civil servant. He was a worker somewhere. But he had a home, and in that home, he had a place for God, and he created time for God. He would take about three times daily. To just that means he's not spending 33 hours because he had to go to work, but he had that time allotted to God. A lot time to God, no matter how busy you are. Daniel was busy, he was running different places of authority under him. So you're gonna to have to create time and then do it at home. Find a place, maybe be on your office or something. Meet with God, spend time with God. So, number one, I said this, but make it your lifelong habit, a lifetime habit to find a place. And the time for God. And in that time, you pray, you come to God and talk to him. And then, um, uh, particularly, especially to give thanks, to bless him, to give him glory. Now, you may say, okay, what do I do when I pray? How do I get about praying? What do I do? Then I will give us more instruction in that arena. How do you, what do you pray? How do you, you know, how can you have that kind of a long life, lifetime habit? Or a lifelong lifetime habit? Let's go to chapter 9, the book of Daniel. You give us some more light of how Daniel was doing this. You know, listen to this in chapter 9, verse 1, book of Daniel. In the first year of Darius, the son of Asuerus, of the lineage of Medes, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books, that's the scriptures, the Bible, the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he will accomplish 70 years the desolations of Jerusalem. Okay, what did he do next? After reading, seeing the promise of God that he had promised them in the book of Jeremiah that we have the Bible today, then I set my face, verse 3, chapter 9, Daniel, then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplication with with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandment 
you have sinned and committed iniquity, you have done wickedly. So he was inside confessing. Now, what I want to see is that let, let's look at the at the at the, at the, the factors that uh, are involved in meeting with God and spending time with God. Now, you see, you cannot spend time with God in your own way. You have to let God set the agenda. If you are going to get closer to me, you can't just come and talk about you all the time and what you want. We can't be close. You're going to have to begin to open up to God. Now, now what? how did Daniel open up to God? Did he go on a, a holy pilgrimage? No, he was a worker. He had that kind of chance. He took the book, the Bible, the scriptures. You see, the greatest thing you need to get to know God is the scriptures. Because the scriptures is God speaking to us. Prayer is us speaking to God. And we must give God the preeminence and the first place of talking to us. And he's talking to us through the scriptures. So Daniel made it a study. He began to study the books of the Bible. He began to understand. So if you're going to have a relationship with God and be intimate with him, the bedrock of that intimacy is the understanding of the scriptures. You have to approach the word of God and then listen to the word of God as if God, and that's true, as God speaking to you. The Bible is God speaking to you. And when you see promises there, you see a command there, then you can take it back to God. Daniel saw that Jeremiah was giving a prophecy of 70 years and saw that the 70 year was up. And he went to God and he began to pray and began to confess. Let's look at how did he do it. After he read the scriptures, understood the scriptures, he just didn't stop there and said, hmm, that's a good thought and walk away. He took those scriptures, those promises, those commandments back to prayer. Verse 3. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting. And I prayed to the Lord my God. I made confession. See, Daniel was confessing his sins. We get God, we're sorry, we messed up. You didn't, you're not the one, you are ever faithful. So you must learn to open up to God and tell him that, Lord, I've been bad there. You can't be keeping all your bad behaviors and give excuses for them and get along with God. You know, because nobody is perfect. We all have our own shortcomings and uh, weaknesses. We must learn to open them up to God. If, like a coach, if, if, if a player does not tell the coach his struggles sometimes, the coach can't help him well. So the same way, you have to make God like your coach so you can be very intimate and close. And draw near, I said, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. And then get to get to know God. <laughs> See, spend time by opening up to God and spend time, first of all, put his word in your heart. Start reading the word, understanding it, and begin to go to God on the basis of his word in the scriptures. Whatever you see in the Bible, turn it to prayer, turn it to supplication, turn it to thanksgiving. Sometimes you have to fast over those things and ask God to do things and accomplish his promises, his commands, his words in your life. That's how to get closer to God. That's how to be intimate with God. It's quite easy but tough too. Two things are required. God speaking to us and we speaking to God, then we can meet with God and we can interact and we can be intimate and we can be close. God speaks to us through the scriptures. So I want to challenge you to have a regular Bible reading and study and putting your mind along to understand what he's saying. Read it. Wherever you are working, wherever your place, you can have time to eat. So have time to also read the Bible. Pastor, you can ask me, where do I start? Start from New Testament. With one chapter a day. And then you can study. 
you can okay you can have some bible study book that I'm, a lot of these apps available you can buy a study bible and you can follow track with things read through matthew then go to the next book and go to the next book you can read a chapter of proverbs every day you know i mean there are 31 chapters one for each day before you sleep or before you go out in the morning or you just spend time to start looking at life through the eyes of the scriptures jesus said if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask whatever you desire it'll be given to you you know god said to us in the book of Proverbs, my son attend to my word incline your ears to my saying you know the book of psalms says you cannot cast the word of god behind you and pray to god your prayer will be about abomination so spend time with god get to know him don't only just come when you have problems or when you are in danger when you are in problem look look at look at daniel he had a habit a lifelong habit a lifetime habit of coming to God, God a place. And the more you are comfortable, the more you are well to do, find a place for God in your house. Build a corner for yourself. And then put your Bible there and the time of prayer. And you can kneel down, you can talk to God, you can lie down, you can do whatever, you can walk, you can talk to God. Make it a daily life custom habit. The Bible said, and I had this from his earlier days. And when there was any kind of law against that habit, he refused to obey that law. He kept on doing because God is bigger, God is greater than any other thing on earth. That's my advice for you today. You want to meet, meet with God? You meet him in the pages of the scriptures and in your prayer. And God will come to show you himself and he will love you and manifest himself to you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you.